Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball. A recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past four weeks in the NBA. It's been a while, folks. It's been a while. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, guys. Like Mowgli said, it's been a while. We apologize, everybody, but like Mike Breen, like Jeff Van Gundy, like Adam Silver, we were under health and safety protocols as well. It is what it is. We got a lot to cover. Some finals recap, some NBA draft recap, and some Kyrie Irving news, yeah? Let's do this. All right. Well, Malv, the NBA championship once again goes through the Pacific Division. The Golden State Warriors are your 2022 NBA champions. Can't forget last year, too, the Phoenix Suns made it to the finals, and the year before that, it was the Lakers. So, you know, we've been saying it since the inception of this podcast. The Pacific Division, probably one of the best in the league. But let's get to this series. The number three Golden State Warriors versus the number two Boston Celtics. Gold-blooded. That's probably what this DVD is going to be called, right? It should be. I fucking yeah. lo- I loved it. I, I find it hilarious. I love the shirts. Like, it's dope. It makes sense now. Game one was crazy, bro. The Warriors, they gave that up. Steph Curry, he dropped 21 in the first quarter. He tied MJ from a 93 record. So, you know, that was already setting the bar for his, for his crazy for his crazy run in the finals. Game two, they came out super desperate from the beginning. They needed to tie that series. There's no way they could have gone down 0-2 uh, going to Boston. So Draymond, he set the tone immediately. Chirping with Grant Williams, with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, you know, physical mind games, you know, what Draymond does. And then game three, right? The, the pivotal, the crucial, the very important game three. Boston wins that, bro. That was a shocker. So I was, this I was, was it. I was, was legit it. shocked yeah. because Curry went crazy in that third quarter. Draymond was hearing it from everyone. He fouled out in that game. So that was like, ah, F you, Draymond, oh, yeah. and all that, all that nonsense. Um, game four, the narrative does change. Otto Porter, he starts that game instead of Kevon Looney. And, and Steve Curry quickly put Looney back in because Robert Williams was exploiting them. Yeah, uh, that was nasty. We were mentioning Looney, Wiggins, and Poole. And, and whether or not they were going to step up, I think they did. They did. Pure praise. Yeah. Pure and nonstop praise to these guys. Give them their flowers. Yeah. Game five, that was really Boston's chance right there. At Golden State, Curry 0 for 9 from the three-point range. Uh, they needed that game. They didn't get the game. Andrew Wiggins got the game. That was it. And that then, was it. It was a wrap. Yeah. And then game six, it, you know. Wiggins and the Warriors. Take it <laughs> Wiggins and the Warriors? That's what they're calling them now, right? The Wiggins Warriors, I hear they call them. Wow. <laughs> in the locker room, right? Uh, Imagine if Andrew Wiggins actually did that in a season, though. That'd be like, sick. all-star starter, NBA champion, finals MVP. Well, this this playoff series made me, well, this finals run made me a Wiggins fan now. Got Like, come on now. The whole team came through. And I guess, like, I'm just bullshitting a little bit. Like, the only reason he was able to go off was because all the Celtics were focused on Curry most of the time, you know? Thompson, too. You know, so, like, that that's one of the reasons. And you have to give him the props because we've been talking about it all year. Like, where are your players that come and step up? Look at this one player who we were all trashing throughout the season, multiple seasons beforehand, and when it was his chance, like, other Warrior players like Poole, they took their chance and, like, fuck it, let's do it. Sometimes they're just late bloomers, he was the number one overall draft pick, Wiggins was. Um, it didn't work out as expected in Minnesota. But I think it's just also like just 
you got to give it to Curry, and that's why he's the leader of the group. It's because, like, with a leader like that who's not afraid to throw out the dishes, you know, like, here, 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 you know, like, be open, be ready. Like, I feel like that's more of Curry's kind of, like, and the Warriors' mindset, you know, like, give everybody a fucking chance. Yeah. Speaking of Curry, he was your finals MVP. Finally gets his, after Andre Godala gets the first one, Kevin Durant gets the last two, and now it's his turn. He put on a show. Let's go ahead and talk about what an incredible season he had. He became the all-time three-point leader. He made 16 three-pointers in an all-star game. He was the all-star game MVP. He won his fourth NBA championship in eight years during this Splash Brothers era. He said it. What they going to say now, right? Is this Curry's era or LeBron's era, dude? Ooh, that's honestly They're both really tied hard. for four NBA championships. They were both born in the same hospital in but, Ohio. Uh, wow. No, you have to give them different, but they rank differently. It's, it is, though. Because it is. one is more player. Like, I feel LeBron is more of a player-player era. Like, if you would say which player, you know, put more on his back and, like, you know, competed and won championships. Like, I know I'm sounding like a hater, but I would say LeBron more. Curry had a team, you know. Draymond, even though we talk shit about him, Hey, those two points a game, they fucking come through, all right? Hey, they he just, stepped up game know, six. Like, you know? He hit some threes. He did, he did. Yeah. I love hating, though. You know, like, you know, I love hating. What you were saying about LeBron, though, uh, and comparing this to the Splash Brothers, this is the this is the Splash Brothers' fourth championship in the past eight years. LeBron went to the finals eight straight years on his own, right? It's fucking beast. Come so, on. And I, now look at the East. Like, I'm sorry to cut you off. Like, now I'm just getting hyped. But look at the East now, like, when LeBron left. New rotation, new rotation. Dude, if LeBron stayed, like, I, I, I'm i going to say it right now. I was a hater. I was a LeBron hater till he came to L.A. But it shows oh, you too. how much, you know, like, <laughs> it just shows you how much a player dominated a whole fucking conference. Like, no offense to Curry, but that's a team dominating. It's literally LeBron. Once he got traded, now the East is winning championships or, like, different teams are, like, really contending for it, you know? Yeah. And that yeah. says a lot. But you can't diminish what Curry is because, dude, if you love basketball, I talk about this all the time. You love a team game. You love it that everybody gets touches. Everybody, everybody can make points. Everybody is a threat. And before the series started, a lot of people were saying that was the Boston Celtics. And I was like, I'm not so sure. I think it's going to be an even match. And they were trying to tell, they, well, they got Brown. They got Tatum. They got Horford. I was like, yeah, all those fools run great. But, like, you got one main head, Curry, who dishes to everybody. Like, yes, Clay Thompson had some horrible games in there. He that was, was that was game six fake play, right? <laughs> fake clay. It was fake clay. That's why they had to ban him to make sure the right one came in. Oh, man. But, again, like, it just shows you the difference makers, too. You had Poole pulling out in a game. You have fucking Wiggins pulled two, I would say two to three games, actually. Wiggins was impressive this whole thing because he was also defending their best players. He fucking killed Tatum. And that was a major thing. Him and Draymond versus Tatum murdered, like, just the mindset. That was, yeah, I agree. And the major thing I saw in this game was the anticipation on defense from both teams. Like, they could Mm -hmm. see when the cuts were coming. Like, it was like intuition, right? It's turnover party. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No pool party, too, right? (laughs) He had some crazy, crazy three-point half-court heaves, right? That was sick. Curry, yes. A couple of them at the, uh, the half court. Yeah, like, it rubs off. Dream it does. On. No, it does. It's just that energy. And, like, you know, I'll, I'll, that's why I say, like, you have to say Curry is a top 10 player because of that whole thing. Like, you have your whole organization. Your whole team feels like the morale is high, right? And, like, usually, you know, just stereotyping, like, big teams, big egos, more than two stars, I would say, you kind of feel a little tension even when you're just watching from afar, you know? Like, you're like, 
these fools ain't meshing really, you know, like these will or like these fools don't really like playing together today, you know, like it starts from the top, your star player. Now we know for sure your star player is Curry, and he makes everybody else better below him. One hundred percent. Going back to Curry breaking the three point record, uh, he was supposed to be drafted by the Knicks, and then he does it against the Knicks. So it's like, oh, the Knicks are going to get roasted on this episode. (laughs) They didn't do too good in the draft either. Um, But yeah, it was a great series. What did you think about the finals overall? Fun. I was. I thought it was a lot more interesting than last season's. I think I was a little bit more invested, and I think like what you were saying, the defensiveness. I was waiting for. You knew both of them were coming for it, and they did. And honestly, it was nice to see, and I'm just surprised how much Draymond is really a big factor. You know, like the games he fucking, like, I think he fouled out more games, you know? I thought Draymond took this championship, and the whole Warriors especially, like, like everyone really counted them out, but I think Draymond took that to heart because a lot of people probably feel that he was the reason why KD left, why they lost against the Raptors that year, and then he came out and said, I was the reason why we lost in 15-16 to LeBron and the Cavs. So um, they took it very seriously. They wanted to prove that they could still win without Durant, without oh, yeah. such of a, a major contributing factor. Um, and that's why they went as hard as they did in the parade. You know, it was basically Draymond versus everybody, it. right? I fucking loved it. And then, you know, in his podcast where he's doing all that media stuff and he's calling out Kendrick Perkins. So this is kind of a new era. He's, he's the first player of his kind to have a deal like that, right? Where, yeah. he, where he's still playing and he, he's... He's doing stuff for TNT and the modern day Chuck. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I win, Chuck. Yes, that's so savage. <laughs> oh shit. No, but I'm with you on the redemption. It's the whole Warriors organization. And the past two years, know? the past that's two seasons. Is. Remember how a riddle they were. Clay Thompson, his road to recovery as well from the torn ACL to the torn Achilles. Well, I'm with you. I'm staying with you on the whole Draymond thing. I feel like yeah, he has to feel bad, right? Like I'm pretty sure everybody knows the main reason was he called fucking Kevin Durant a B word. Or the B word, and then it essentially snowballed from there. Baby. <laughs> no, but like the redemption, you know, it's just like, I, f- I really feel that. I think uh, Draymond really heard everybody like saying, like, yo, you fucking ruined it. KD was the reason why you guys won. Cause like, and he wasn't scoring at all in the games. Like, I was telling you, we were texting, right? I, he needed to average at least 10 points per game in this final series to, to, to have a chance. He didn't really do that, but Wiggins stepped up, Jordan Poole stepped up. Uh, you think Jimmy Butler was mad? Yeah. He's <laughs> hating. Fucking steaming right now. Uh, Jordan Poole, he lost most improved, but, you know, he, he lost the battle. He won the war. Right. I'd rather have um, a championship. We predicted a game six, didn't we? I told you. Nice. I told you. I feel bad. I feel bad that the Celtics couldn't do it, but the Lakers fan in me is happy. My only criticism for the Warriors this finals run, why didn't they play in their other blue Warriors jerseys? Such a devo. Get out of here. Those look they sick. They still won. They, they, hey, honestly. You just wanted for the photo. Yes, huh? That's yes. A, Those would have been sick to see. Those are my look favorite. Look at me in my jersey winning. I look so pretty. With, with the red fonts and the Nike. so pretty. No, that's classic, though. When yeah, you I look get good, you. I you play good. <laughs> Dion. Shout out to Dion right there. Get out of here. And also, Malv, I got another cool trivia for you. This Warriors Big Three, they now have surpassed Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili for all-time finals wins. I believe that. Wow, what a great dynasty, right? This is an insane dynasty. Where would you rank this dynasty? Uh, I would put it in the top 10, but like mid to bottoms for sure. <laughs> for sure. Let me list a couple and I'll get your opinion on whether or not this team could beat them, okay? We got the Jordan Bulls. No one could beat the Jordan Bulls. That's number one, and I'm telling you that for a fact, sir. We got the Shaq and Kobe dynasty. I like it too. Who do you like? 
I'm Shaq and Kobe all day. I think that's way better than the Warriors. Shaq said it too, all right? He recently came out and told everybody, all right? Google me, Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> the Showtime Lakers? Honestly, that's where I'm going to go a little bit. What? Uh, Magic and Kareem? I think the, uh, the modern-day Warriors can match that team. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we were talking earlier about best <laughs> point guards ever. Is it Magic Curry or Curry Magic? What do you have? If he gets that fifth ring, he has to overpass. Him. Okay, I'm on the same. And just like the impact of the game, you can't even like now they shoot three pointers. Why? Because this fool shoots them. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> all we do is shoot threes right? and win championships. <laughs> that was a great one. That was a great one. Holy cannoli, too. And then hit. Uh, yeah, that was, <laughs> I, I, like, like, I want to know if that was real. That I hope it. Real. I hope it was real because that was just too like absurd. You know, when I saw that after the post, I was like, what the. Oh, yeah, holy cannoli. Somebody make holy, a shirt. They did. They did. I was going to tell you. The holy cannoli shirt. It was too, it was too uh, good. Going back to the teams, uh, we got the Tim Duncan Spurs. They smashed that one. The Warriors? Yeah, they're on the same level, bro. Wow. Really? I feel so. I think they're – honestly, I – I think Duncan, just, Duncan is such a big dude, though, and he's such a – Well, you just said it right now. They already passed their finals win. And uh, no offense, I'm a hater from the Spurs day, Spurs Laker days. Like, the Spurs never won multiple championships in a row. That's one of the cons I'll give them and say Warriors a tad bit better. I would say their offensive, like, explosiveness, especially from the third on, especially if they get that, smashes the fucking Spurs. Oh, God, why are you getting me on this level? We right got now? you. We got a couple more. But, uh, you know, Steve Kerr did learn from Pop. He learned from Phil Jackson, too. Nine rings, five as a player, four as a coach. Dude, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. From the greats. When he, you learn from the greats, bro, you yeah. take the best. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the, I think he could, they could beat the Spurs. Duncan Spurs, they get smashed on. What about the Heatles? The LeBron Ooh. James Heatles? See, now that's that's where your race for five should be. I would give it to the Heatles. Year three. LeBron was just such a fucking beast, bro. And then you had your boy. I ain't worried about Number nothing. two behind you, just in case anything else happened. And then you had a fucking dinosaur right next to you after. If crazier stuff happened, come on now. Yeah. Oh, one more team. Hmm. Uh, or one more dynasty. Larry Bird, Celtics. Oh, no. Who's, who's I no? think it's going to be like a battle, but I'm pretty sure the Celtics will smash these fools physically. Right? You, just knock you, them. you got yeah. Kevin McHale, you <laughs> know, right. clotheslining Draymond or something, right? That's it. That's all. we. And you don't get fouled out during that time. It depends what rules we're playing with. And the Celtics are going to make the locker room super hot, right? Oh, fuck cramps. Yeah. Cramps all day. Right? Wow. Well, that was really cool. As for the Warriors' future... Andrew Wiggins is a major priority. Kevon Looney, he's expected to be pursued in free agency. I think the Hornets and Kings have already shown some interest. Um, but both of those pieces are major factors on whether or not the Warriors can repeat next season. And, yeah, health. Hopefully they can stay healthy. Okay, well, moving on to the runners-up very quickly, the Boston Celtics. Uh, they had a great run to the finals, but they fell short. I do think Robert Williams' injury played a factor. Uh, there were some reports out there saying that the Boston Celtics organization was kind of pressuring Williams to play when he wasn't mm. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas, he goes ahead and uh, he chimes in, right? He's, I heard he's, that before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah. Well, he came in and played game six and he fucking murdered with all his fucking blocks. Yeah, yeah, he like, did. You know? So. And, and that's why I'm saying I think Boston, even though they did lose the series, they did expose the biggest weakness in the Splash Brothers era, which was that. They got no inside game. Yeah, that lack lack of size in the paint. Um, if that was Giannis in the finals, you know, healthy so. AD. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, it was what it was. Marcus Smart, he won Defensive Player of the Year. 
Gary Payton gave him the award, and then <laughs> Gary Payton gave his son the other award, right? That's so good. Uh, Tatum and Brown, though, I thought Jalen Brown was the best player for the Celtics, right? Yep. And right before that, we talked about how we the Celtics finally figure out who was the number one and number two. And we, uh, what do we, shoot ourselves in the foot and say Tatum was definitely Celtics number one? You heard Bill Simmons? He's all like, yo, JT, calm down on the the Kobe praise for a little, okay? Hey, hey, okay, since you brought that, this is not in my notes. But remember during the playoff series, Tatum was wearing a Kobe 24 armband. And it wasn't until the final started that they made him take it off. Or I don't know if they made him take it off, but he started wearing his own number in Celtic colors. And then they put Kobe in the black 24 on the side of the jersey, you know, where the tape is. I thought that was for Sam Jones. Oh, was it? I always thought it was for Kobe. <laughs> no, I think it's See, for the, Sam Okay, Jones. so then my conspiracy team goes off. That's the more disrespect. The Celtics didn't want to give Kobe praise for helping Tatum. So they made him change the wristband back to Tatum's own number. Wiggins and Draymond fucking, they took him out of his rhythm. They're like, you saw it. He kept trying, but man, the bricks that he was just fucking laying out. I tell you, at least he shot him. He wasn't scared to shoot him. I saw also, too, Jason Tatum and Kobe Bryant shot the same field goal percentage in their first finals. So, you know. It's the start of something. Yeah. You have to lose, right, to learn how to win? Well, Kobe won his first one, but yeah. Um, Modifications for the Celtics next year, their roster. I think Jason Tatum needs to hit the weight room. They need a post game. (laughs) Um, free agents. Al Horford, he balled though. Oh fuck, yeah. he was. Re- I felt bad for him. Yeah, because last, he was playing the last really game. Good. He fucking he he tried to will a win. He ain't going out the like threes. That. He yeah. hit some threes, some yeah. cleat threes. Like yeah, I felt bad for Horford in this series. Like and they kept. I hate it more because the media kept saying it. You heard the guys like, "This is his first, and it may be his last time yeah. in the finals." Like, damn it, he's only thirty six. <laughs> Leave, like, Leave him alone, okay? Uh, Can they make it back to the finals next year? Oh, I think four. They come on. What do you hope this finals loss does for them? I hope it does to Tatum what like you know what losing does to any great player. Like you said, maybe he does hit the weight room, or maybe he just works more on his footwork. You know, maybe like he works on something else that control the turnovers. That's that's for the that's whole team. Team, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't even beat that. That's the whole team's problem. But again, like you are the de facto leader now, right? Your 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 throne ship is looking a little wonky right now. Everybody's saying you're too soft. I wasn't really seeing that. I just saw, like, damn, you just got mentally beat. You know, like, he got mentally beat. So like, It was over game five. That's what they were saying, yeah, right? Because yeah. they should have won that game where Curry didn't make any threes. Um, and everyone was on, everyone online was like, it's over, it's over, it's mm-hmm. over. They should have won that game. Uh, it's tough. I don't know if they can repeat uh, because they did face Giannis and company without a healthy Middleton, Chris Middleton. Yeah. Um, we'll see what Philly does. Who, know- <laughs> Who knows about Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not even there yet. Yeah, we're not even there yet. Uh, we'll see. We'll see about that, though. Uh, uh, but good on them. Good on them. Let's move on to the next order of business, which was the NBA draft. The 2022 NBA draft just happened, and we had purple suit Paolo. Paolo Banchero went number one overall. The Duke forward becomes the fifth number one overall draft pick in school's history. Do you know the previous four? Yes. Kyrie Irving. Yes. Zion. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Elton Brand in 1999 and Art Heyman 
1963. Damn, I knew I should have gotten Art Heyman. That was my next one. <laughs> yeah, right? That was in my head. Uh, Chet Holmgren, the Gonzaga forward slash center. He went number two to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Jabari Smith went number three to the Houston Rockets. Did you like the swag? They're dripping. I liked it. You know, like, it's not my style. I'm a little bit more reserved, but fuck it, man. These new kids getting these new rookie contracts right now. Live it up, bro. I'm fucking, yeah. it's nice, man. Winners and losers of the draft. Um, who do you want to start with first? The winners? You were you were talking about earlier the Spurs. Yes, I actually do think the Spurs are a winner of this. And for the San Antonio Spurs in this draft, it marked the first time in franchise history that they drafted three players in the first round. So not bad on them. I always felt like the Spurs are really good in developing talent. The fact that they were able to get three first-round picks, uh, probably two of them are going to hit. And right, uh, with we'll, their track record. We'll see what happens. I also think the Detroit Pistons are winners of this draft. They drafted Jaden Ivey. They acquired Kemba Walker. And get this, Jaden Ivey's mom played for the Detroit Shock, and Jaden Ivey's grandfather played for the Detroit Lions. Crazy, dude. That's so insane, dog. I like that. I like that. As for the losers, it's New York, dude. <laughs> Stay losing. <laughs> New York. Uh, let's move on to a couple of NBA trades that happened. The Portland Trailblazers, they acquired Jeremy Grant. How's that working? You yeah. tell me. <laughs> you let me know. It's not you working. Let me know. It's not working. <laughs> what does this change? That was my favorite comment Fuck I saw, right? Damn. Uh, Dame Lee, fuck it. You, I bet even the Portland fans want you to go, bro. They want to see you live it high. It's a nice move, but it's not like a, a, a dial mover. A yeah, mover. like, I'm going to stay here. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah, now they want me to do something. I'm, you know? Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Kemba Walker. He's on his way to the Detroit Pistons. And there was a couple rumors out there about Spurs guard DeJounte Murray potentially being traded to Atlanta. Breaking news. The DeJounte Murray trade is official. He is now a member of the Hawks. He will be a backcourt member with Trey Young. As for the Spurs, they are getting back Danilo Gallinari and a couple of first-round picks starting in 2023. Not a bad haul for them. Looks like they're on rebuild mode. Going back to the Pistons real quick, they also acquire Nerlens Noel and Alec Burks, uh, the New York Pistons or something like that. Um, but Kemba Walker is expected to be bought out of his contract. So he will definitely have some interest uh, come free agency. Okay, back to Malvin Mowgli. Quinn Snyder, he is no longer the Utah Jazz head coach. That makes uh, Donovan Mitchell's future, Rudy Gobert's future, everything's up in the air. They are getting their purple uniforms back, though. No. You saw that? <laughs> no, I didn't get a release the, for uh, sure. The uh, 98 ones, you know, they, Ooh, in the finals? Yeah, 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 yeah. I always play as those. Those are my favorites those when I play nice. in 2K. Like, With the mountain background in them? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. just sick, bro. That was sick. Uh, Kenny Atkinson. He was going to be the Charlotte Hornets head coach, but then he backed out of the job. He said, not anymore. I'm stay winning. Yeah. We just won a championship. You think I'm going to leave this? So uh, Michael he, must be mad. Yeah, Michael yeah, he is. Mad. He would have been great for LaMelo, though, because remember sure. what he did in Brooklyn for a young D'Angelo Russell and Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert? Yeah, they were a nice team, um, but I think he prefers staying in Golden State. I think Luke Walton should have done that. Uh, Mike yeah. Brown. He is on his way out to Sacramento. We'll talk oh, more about yeah. that in Pacific Division Talk. But, um, yeah, going back to the Atlanta Hawks, it looks like the former NBA player Landry Fields is expected to be the next GM for the Hawks. Damn. So I'm, I'm seeing a lot that, more right. of that, right? I think yeah. James Jones from Phoenix, he was a well, former like, player. You want that, you know, like especially yeah. like 
obviously I'm not going to be political or bring race into it, but it's a, you know, a big thing. Like you want people who play in your league to keep doing it. Cause I think they have the most love for the game and want to see like the better for the game. I like it. I like it as well. Um, speaking of Atlanta, Trey young, he became a dad. Congratulations. Congrats. Full. Yeah. And switching to the Western conference, the oh. Memphis Grizzlies head coach, Taylor Jenkins has agreed to an extension. So, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Let's do the injured list. Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Got a bunch of health and safety <laughs> protocols this week. <laughs> Adam Silver, COVID. He wasn't even there. Fuck. Yeah, it was the other, the commissioner in charge, right? The second in command. He's the one who presented the Warriors the trophy. Mike Breen, uh, Jeff Van Gundy, and Malv and Mowgli. <laughs> they were out. Sorry, audience, you know, safety first. Safety first. On a more serious note, though, former NBA player Caleb Swanigan tragically passes away at the age of 25. He was drafted by the Portland Trailblazers in 2017, and he had a very illustrious career, college basketball career, at Purdue. So uh, 25 years old, gone too soon. R.I.P., sir. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Pacific Division talk, shall we? We mentioned the Warriors, the 2022 NBA champions. That's how we rep the Pacific Division over here. Right, you're right. right. Called it. Uh, they did actually draft a couple players. Uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. at number 28, and they traded for pick number 44, which turned out to be Ryan Rollins. Not Ryan Hollins. <laughs> ESPN uh, commentator, right? right? Or, well, analyst. Analyst, I should say. Uh, as for the Phoenix Suns, they did not get any draft picks. They were the number one overall seed this past season. DeAndre Ayton is still not signed. True. Got to get on that. So, you know, they got to figure out what they're going to do with that. Uh, they, it looks like they're looking to trade Jay Crowder. Bye, Jay. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> oh, and also other breaking news. Uh, Kendall Jenner and Devin Brooker have now broken up. So that means the Phoenix Suns are going to win the championship next season. Another Pacific Division <laughs> team. As for the Clippers... They draft a player named Musa Diabate, number 43 overall. And it looks like Nicholas Batoon is expected to enter free agency. He says he wants to stay a Clipper, but it looks like multiple teams, including the Lakers, have shown interest. No. <laughs> Don't. Breaking news. Back with some more breaking news, everybody. It looks like the Clippers are expected to sign John Wall after he clears his waivers. He's going to be bought out from the Rockets. And uh, Ivica Zubac, he's getting a nice $33 million extension. Not bad, not bad. Uh, we'll see about John Wall and his health, though. Okay, back to Malvin Mowgli. And Sacramento, the Kings. Got a new head coach, Mike Brown. They draft a six foot eight power forward, Keegan Murray. Uh, out of Iowa with the number four overall pick. We'll see what happens with them. It always like seems very promising at the beginning of the season, and then King's going to King, right? King's going to King. Good luck, Mike Brown. <laughs> Mike Brown down the street is like, dang, I shouldn't have left. Right? <laughs> All right. And now for the Lakers talk. Wow. Do we have a bunch? We should call this segment the Kyrie Chronicles, right? <laughs> but before we get into that, the Lakers did end up getting a draft pick this year. The Orlando Magic agreed to send the number 35 pick to the Lakers. And with that pick, they drafted Max Christie out of Michigan State. 
couple of player comps I've seen on Bleacher Report, uh, Jeremy Lamb. The Lakers have a really good track record drafting in the second round. You know, uh, Kyle Kuzma comes to mind, Ivica Zubac. Who are they trading him to? (laughs) Who are we getting? It could be. That's Laker developmental team fools. Like, let's get them good enough to trade. But the major, major news this past week or so, and it will continue until anything is reported, is Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers are considered a, quote, serious threat to land Irving. Uh, Kyrie and the Nets have been at an impasse, quote, unquote. Um, He's been removed from the Nets webpage. So, you know. Serious. It's online. It's it's real. (laughs) Uh, The Knicks, the Clippers, the Heat, a couple other teams have shown, you know, interest or gauged Kyrie's interest. Breaking news. Hey, everybody. We've got even more breaking news. That's what we do here. Kyrie Irving opts into his Nets contract. Oh, guess what? Russell Westbrook also opts into his Lakers contract. That was kind of expected. Uh, That's a lot of money on the table for both fellas. Uh, But anything is possible if LeBron James is your GM. So stay tuned, Laker fans. We'll have more information as it becomes available. And back to Malvin Mowgli. You want those handles, but you just want to handle that person. (laughs) You know, that's it. For real, for real. Uh, You know, if, if Kyrie ends up coming to the Lakers, this would reunite Kyrie and LeBron uh, teamed up with AD, uh, would mean Russell Westbrook would probably leave the Pacers, the Indiana Pacers. They rejected a Russell Westbrook trade. That would have sent Brody, Taylor Horton Tucker, and a 2026 first-round pick. They said, nah, fam, for Malcolm Brogdon. That's kind of a goof on the Pacers. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm star power and a future pick. Yeah, but whatever. It is what it is. Let's talk more about this Kyrie news, though. Uh, how do you feel about this? Why? So much <laughs> drama and for what, you know? So much drama for a player that can only play half a season, right? If that. Yeah, look look <laughs> at his track record from Duke. I don't think he's been able to play a whole healthy year. And then you get all this off-court, you know. Shenanigans. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it's too much. I, it, I don't know. It's way too much, you know? And, like, I don't even think, like, the Lakers, like, are already, like, not, I wouldn't call them a dysfunctional organization, but with the media frenzy around here. I feel like it would just be even more amp, like especially with LeBron, even though he says they patched what they've had, you know, before. The major thing that I've been seeing on social media is like, we need a change. We need a change. We need, you just got to change. You have Darvin Ham as your head coach, and I want to see what he's going to be able to do with Westbrook. But again, too, it's like the mentality of Westbrook. Like, that's like, it's, these are, okay, that's the intangibles I feel these organizations and like us fans are frustrated with. Like, we are not in the mindset of Westbrook or Kyrie, even though we want to tell him, like, yo, do this. Do this and everything will be okay. The fucking chatter around you is going to go down. People hating you are going to go down, you know? But these two guys are just, like, too strong, too prideful. And that's what you got to be worried about because, like, look at the Nets. Like, they, they've already dealt a season, two seasons with him, you know? And they're seeing, like, is it worth it? Maybe not. And now you have his biggest fan KD saying, let's just see what happens. We don't know what's going to happen. Now we're hearing rumors. He might want to leave the nets. Like they just fucking destroyed a whole organization who was already in the dumps before that, you know, how quickly it turned right from like a year to now. And then Ben Simmons is just there on the bench (laughs) sitting (laughs) and who knows if he's going to play. Oh man. They're going to pay him though. We haven't even mentioned KD and like how he responded to the warriors winning. He did praise Steph Curry. But uh, they went back and forth, him and Draymond, for a little bit. Uh, and now you have all this Brooklyn Nets stuff. 
it looks like, according to these reports, like they haven't really been in communication with each other. So crazy. So what a treat, though, right? <laughs> For us, yeah. Not even a week since the season ended, <laughs> oh. and it's just like all these great storylines. Um, good on them, good on them. Going back to the Lakers, though, it looks like Malik Monk will be picking up his player option. I like that. The Lakers are picking up Stanley Johnson's team option. But Kendrick Nunn, he's opting into his own. <laughs> he made our all-injured team. First right. team, right? <laughs> first team. <laughs> Did not play a single game. Yeah, it is what it is. That was probably going to be his best option as far as like money-wise, safety-wise. Right. You got a lot to prove. Where are we trading him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? You got a lot to prove, Kendrick Nunn. So those are a couple of players that will potentially be on the roster next season if they don't get traded. But, you know, we need those shooters. We need that defense. I like Stanley Johnson. I like Malik Monk. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, just give us anything. Right. right? <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself right now, Mal, <laughs> but I really think, and I'm, I'm expecting and I'm hoping for an arms race to five rings oh, between yeah. Stephen Curry and LeBron James, and I really want to see a Lakers-Warriors Western Conference Finals. Fuck. That is going to be insane. Who knows who's going to be on that team on the Lakers right. side. Sticking with Lakers news and a couple other players that may or may not be on their team. I know they're going to be on a summer league team, though, Malv. Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen Jr. Keeping it family, right? right? I think that's all incentive for LeBron James Jr., right? Uh, right. Oh, that's, yeah. I didn't even see it that way. Yeah. Fucking smart. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lake, look at us. <laughs> we, see, we, we bring, take care of yeah, our phone. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. Look, look, we got everybody's kid here. They yeah. all love to play. Yeah. So, what position you want to play, Bronny? Do <laughs> you let us know? Yes, right. Oh, I center? want to play center. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, put me center. <laughs> Oh, no, I want to see it, man. Like, uh, on Sharif, man, we heard it, too. Like, sucks on the heart and the whole condition, you know? Like, because I, before this, I was hearing he was supposed to get drafted and be in there. And, like, yes, for the, for those that don't know, Sharif O'Neal, he was following his dad's footsteps playing at LSU, but a heart condition uh, kind of took him out of the game. He had surgery. That's why he wasn't really drafted. But the Lakers are giving him a shot, as well as Scottie Pippen Jr. to play for their summer league team. You know those games are going to be cool. I'm going to watch them. Let's see if we can even go to one around here. Oh, yeah. Right I mean, here. they're in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're right here, dude. Uh, so that'd be sick. That'd be sick. Wishing them the best. And, you know, maybe maybe we'll see what happens uh, further on down the road. A couple other Lakers news. Former Laker, Nick Young, he has agreed to fight the rapper Blueface. Let's go, Swaggy P. Right? So uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes in that boxing match. That'd be dope as fuck. Just better than Nate Robinson, right? Fuck! <laughs> that was, stop it. That stop was, disrespecting that him. That was brutal. I'm sorry, Nate. He I'm tried. Sorry. Yeah. He tried. And a couple of other things before we go. Got to tie in our movie stuff. We got another Lakers docuseries. It's called Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. That will be streaming on Hulu. As will a Giannis Antetokounmpo and his brother's TV show called Rise on Disney Plus. But yes, on Hulu. <laughs> hey, Lamelo's a new Hulu sponsor. No, I didn't see his commercial yet. It's, it's funny. It's really silly. Uh, it's Lamelo. Is better than the AT and T? Yeah, I, I, it's it's different. Yeah, I, I think it's good. I is think it's daddy, really good. is daddy in it? No, it's all animated. It's a serial commercial, like a fake serial called Lamelo O's, and it's like, hey, we got all the sports, and it's just oh, like, nice. yeah, it's a it's a kids commercial, a parody kids commercial. I liked it. Wow, is that it for today's episode? It was a long one, guys. Well, you needed it. We didn't have one for a while. For we- a month? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. And I think that is going to conclude this month's episode of yeah, Last Week yeah. in Basketball, right? We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will ya? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Malv, final thoughts. 
want to shout out my co-host because I don't know when we'll be seeing each other again. Happy birthday. I also want to give one to my mom. The 22nd was her birthday while we were sick, so. And I also want to shout out a couple of other birthdays as well. My mom had her birthday, my grandma, my uncle. Happy birthday! It was Father's Day. Father's Day, yeah, totally forgot that too. <laughs> so yeah, we had a bunch of stuff that we missed. The June, Julys, thank you guys so much. Happy birthday to everyone. Thank you, Mal, for the birthday shout-outs. I know we're going to be celebrating. We're going to be going hard. We're going to be recapping the free agency stuff. So, you know, happy birthday, America, too, right? Yeah, happy birthday, America, 4th of July, right after Mowgli's birthday. And thank you guys showing up again. It was too long. We missed it. Yes, we did. We did miss it. Thank you, guys. We'll be back hopefully next week. (laughs) 